You're listening to DraftKings Network. On the, today's episode, oh, in the first segment, we talk about Alan Koch. Yo, he just got fired from Cincy, and he's talking wild brazy before he got fired. Is that the reason, or is it because they can't win? We also talk about Corey Burke. He jam in. Down in Jamaica, he can't come home right now. He's having too much fun in Jamaica. Also, we talk about Francisco Calvo. My man gets wild, and also we break a little bit of uh, breaking news from NYCFC. Exactly. And to help us break that news, we got Glenn Crooks in studio talking all NYCFC, talking about the history of soccer in New York, talking uh, yes everything. He literally he's still sweating coming from training, uh, and he gave us the entire scoop and everything happening with New York City Football Club. So all this and more today. On the Cooligans! Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Let's go! Let's go! Yeah! Let's do this! Go uh, ahead, do it! Okay, thank you for giving me permission to do it. Well, come on already. <laughs> if you're listening to this, just do it! <laughs> That's it. You listen to this motivational podcast uh, because you're done with Tony Robbins, okay? Yeah, Tony Robbins? <laughs> All right. I thought we was done with him years ago. <laughs> How could you listen to that voice? Tony Robbins, you are officially canceled, okay? <laughs> you're done, son. <laughs> I don't know what you did, but we'll come up with a reason for for canceling you. Uh, <laughs> we just wait till the end of the show. Uh, welcome to uh, the Cooligans, everybody. How is everyone doing? Answer back. Yeah. Uh, you, I know you're listening. No, no, no. <laughs> we can hear. <laughs> we can hear you. Trust me. Say it loud. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, hello. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. Uh, and we are your favorite stand-up comedians out here at the top of Madison Square Garden. Hell yeah. Hosting the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to. Hell yeah. Okay, and, why, and it's also it's a little bit more than just hell yeah. It's hell al- yeah! It's also what Alexis? Hell yeah! It's more. <laughs> it's also the gulliest soccer podcast. Hell yeah! Yeah, it is. <laughs> hell yeah! All right. It sounds like we're uh, it's like a, a late night chat with uh, you know with your <laughs> yeah. high school girlfriend. Yeah, you know? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> you know, I've always heard. I'm scared of my mom. Hold on. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> I've always heard that one thing. Uh, this is a, a common thing I've heard from uh, from ladies is that they they find that. Uh, men who are drowsy, like sort on the phone, that sound tired. Now, apparently, that's a very sexy voice. That like the drowsy man is like an attractive voice to a lot of women. Are you sure the term is drowsy? They're drowsy, drowsy tired. Like, okay, <laughs> drowsy is like I took two. I oh, wrong Benadryl. You know, you know the the pooped man, the yeah. tired individual. I think uh, that's that. That's that like uh, whisper in your ear. Type of yo, yeah, it's a very uh, it's a very specific thing though. You know, I've I've always been very intrigued by it. Every, you know, whenever I'm uh, on the phone real late with anybody, I'm like I, I turn it on. You know, yeah, it's not it's not quite. You know bar- what I do? I turn it down. <laughs> it's not quite. It's not Barry yeah. White, but <laughs> excuse me, customer service. <laughs> <laughs> There's some uncool charges on the credit card. <laughs> yes, they're like, oh, sir, okay. Yo, oh, there happens God. to be a category for that. 
Uh, but I'm going to have to go change my chair. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to the show. Welcome. We promise we are a soccer podcast. We do. We do. We uh, And we get to all the fun. Actually, we're a comedy podcast that happens to talk about soccer. That's sometimes. right. <laughs> Once in a while. Eventually. We try to crowbar it in there amongst uh, all the other weird talk that we do. I had someone at New York Comedy Club last night who was like, I, she was English and she yelled out, it's football when I was doing a joke about soccer. Okay. And I, and I you, just, did you have her thrown out by the bouncer? Because we don't um, need that kind of energy I did at our American comedy clubs. No, I, 11 of us versus 11 of them <laughs> kicked her around a little bit <laughs> until one of us scored a goal, which was the exit door. No, she was actually sweet. She said it under her breath, so I didn't, I didn't pay attention to it. I just went ahead and did the rest of the bit. And then she kind of said it again to the person next to her. And I yeah. was like, all right. And I explained that it came from them. Uh, and I don't have a, a joke for that per se, but I said something funny and I got a laugh. So I was able to move on. And afterwards she came up to me. She's like, you know, I Googled what you said. She's like, I've never heard that before. You're right. Because we you came up with the term because you English have been indoctrinated right. by the by the, the recency bias exactly. of, of people who who are trying to it, it's it's more about they're it, trying to write rewrite history. rewrite history that's exactly what it is okay right and and the, the, the I don't know the Brexiters that are writing the history books nowadays right. are, are really uh, are trying to reshape our minds this and is the problem. Texas buys too many school books, so everyone else just has to use those books. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. now it's all England. I'm just, I'm just, I may be conflating two different issues, <laughs> but I promise you, this so, all something makes sense. It all. When I get to the bottom of this, I'm going to realize it all starts at the top. No, man. But you see, uh, you know, we always talk about the, the 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 Euro snobs that we kind of have to deal with. Yeah, and, and he, we're not even safe in the comedy clubs. No, you know that last battle. Of free speech, and still, there's people out the hecklers that that's a sound you shouldn't hear on this podcast. <laughs> the hecklers are now British, and now they're heckling us about British things, and we're having to explain to them their own culture. Exactly. I mean, this is what we do. <laughs> you know, some say that comedy is the last sort of stand for not just free speech. But real information, you know, yeah. real knowledge, sort of, you know, uh, laughing at those in power, if you will. Yes. You know, telling the emperor he has no clothes, which is what I did. I said, yo, lady, you, you ain't, ain't got no clothes. You ain't got no clothes. <laughs> yo, put some goddamn clothes on if you want me to talk to you. I am a married man. <laughs> also, we got rules in this comedy club. Where is the bouncer? <laughs> um, yeah, it reminds me. Uh, did you see? I, I don't know if you've seen this yet. I'm, try I'm trying to look up a photo. Uh, uh, what's... Um, uh, what's his name? The comic. Uh, he just put up a flyer that w w that he's giving the middle finger to uh, to any uh, to like people holding a Me Too. Fly, uh, no, I what, didn't. Uh, that. What's his name? The, the um, Nick DiPaolo. Nick DiPaolo. How did I just guess that? I didn't know. That. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, Nick DiPaolo, he's a comedian. He's very funny. He's very just funny. Uh, problematic. Maybe the term. He has every any take you could possibly. Uh, you know, anybody who could have the worst take on anything, yeah, it's Nick DiPaolo. But but he is funny. The jokes are good. Yes, they're they're well structured, funny jokes. Good jokes, but you, you will just never, walk away and want to shower. Yeah, you never, you will never agree with him on anything. No. But and and credit to him because that's honestly that's what would make that makes an incredible comedian for for someone to be like I hate. I completely do not agree with taking, you. But, but damn, that was funny. But then and and I remember in uh, in 2008 after uh, Obama won. Seeing him at Caroline's, 
and uh, and out and when when the energy for Obama was through the roof, everybody we're happy, we're high five. Everybody was like, the world has finally changed. Everything yeah. is going to be fixed. And and Nick DiPaolo, just a, a hilarious set about how we should really temper our expectations, and it's not that big a deal and stuff like that. And it was like at first, as, as when he started his premises, I'm like, oh boy, yeah, it's going to be go. it's going to be a rough. Uh, but it's show. one of those things of like, let me just sit back and hear what this guy's has exactly. to say because he's not saying anything that's offensive. He's just giving you a different point of view, yes. and it's a point of view that but I despise. His, his flyer for the new special is absurd. It's he is so going bad. all in. It's literally somebody holding up a Me Too flyer, uh, a, a Black Lives Matter shirt, and he's giving them the middle finger. It's re- it's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> he's leaned in. I mean, so, this is who his character is. I, and I think somebody was uh, and by his character. I mean, his personality. Somebody <laughs> was holding a sign that said it's it's called football, not soccer. I mean, it's really <laughs> really no. I'm okay, yeah, <laughs> that should be it. our special. <laughs> Just this middle finger to someone going football. <laughs> F-U-T-B-O-W Football uh, So look man, look, we're, we're fighting the good fight Even in the comedy club So uh, uh, Oh uh, speaking of speaking comedy Speaking of comedy clubs yo, How about the two of us Just crushing Connecticut Yo we just We own Connecticut now uh, It's we, ours it, In fact we're gonna spell it So that it's not Connecticut Okay <laughs> What's happening That's out there That's right Okay and it started with a K now Get yeah. used to it <laughs> It ends in a Z But it's silent <laughs> You tell me I can't <laughs> Oh I don't know Who are Christian and I not The king and queen <laughs> Uh, okay. Which is which, you know, you never know. Guess okay. what? We keep swapping. <laughs> we make our own rules. Okay, we're like the Targaryens. Yeah. Uh, all right. What does that mean? <laughs> now I'm watching. I'm watching Game of Thrones. I'm all up on what's happening. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're we're all trying to make sense of it, right? Uh, okay. So. Uh, we we did. We were in Connecticut. We were at the Fairfield Comedy Club. That's uh, right. And we had shouts uh, to the Fairfield Comedy Club for having us. And, and shouts to uh, a couple of the the fans, a couple of the homies coming out uh, and supporting the show. We had a we had a nice uh, full room. Uh, you know, comedy fans, some Cooligans fans. Uh, yeah, you know, was, sort of sprinkled in. It was dope. It was dope. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I I I can't recommend it anymore. If you are a fan of the Cooligans and you also enjoy stand up comedy, I mean. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's like you own a car that you love Mercedes and you love sunroofs. Well, it just so happens there's a Mercedes with a sunroof right in front of you. Okay, exactly. You know, this uh, this this podcast comes fully loaded. Yeah. All right? yeah. <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter that you got to get the, radio, the upgrade radio package for it. You're cool with it. You wanted that because you wanted the sunroof. Well, we're here. We were goody. Uh, so- Plush leather and all that. <laughs> and if you ask nicely, vibrating seats. <laughs> okay, it's very key. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much you pay, you got to ask nicely when yeah. you do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, why? Is there a seat? warmer on? No, baby. That's just how we make you feel. <laughs> okay, we'll put that extra bass uh, in the seats. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, the uh, the Fairfield comedy was really fun. Yeah, that's right. We were talking about comedy. For we were talking about now. comedy. Yeah, it gets, uh, it gets a little crazy sometimes. But uh, we did have a really, really fun show. One of the most fun shows we've had in a long time. It I was mean, great. It was, uh, it, it, it's always different. It was great seeing you loose, you know, because you've been so stressed lately. Oh, it was my good goodness. Seeing you. you let it all out. Uh, yes, I was having a a, yeah. a good old time with those. He uh, whipped it out. Not what you think. Not what I his think. His emotions. <laughs> I whipped it out emotionally. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? We were all still very impressed. <laughs> okay. It's not assault if you're crying. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, he locked the door and cried in front of me. So he should be banned from all comedy clubs. Yeah. That's how Louis. That's the only thing Louis C.K. and I have in common. Yeah. Right? yeah. We trap you, but for, with different yeah. things. They you know? both release liquid from their bodies <laughs> just in different areas. 
Okay, I will cry without your consent. Yeah. You better deal with it. Uh, this is what gets me off, <laughs> is crying. And by getting off, I mean crying more. Exactly. Um, so, uh, But we did have a good time, man. Uh, and it, it's definitely something we plan to do a lot more of and, 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 and honestly, and travel the country. And uh, uh, and do stand up for you guys. You know, sometimes it, th- there is that balance of like, you know, when we're in front of uh, uh, you know just comedy audiences, we can't. It can't be all you know. Uh, it can't be just soccer bits. Yeah, you know, just a hour and a half into Miami but... jokes. Yeah. Nobody's gonna know what we're talking about. Hour and a half <laughs> of reading Mike Petsky's tweets. <laughs> we can't okay, do that. That's not really for everybody. No, there is an audience. There's for that. an audience, <laughs> and it might. It's definitely something I want to do. You know, and it's definitely something you would be a part of. The person listening to this, because it, it is. Uh, you, you were the you were the only people that will value and treasure something like that. You are that very specific audience. So when we when we do have the opportunity to do those things, come out to those. But if we if we're just doing uh, stand up at a comedy club in your area, come through, man. It's honestly super super fun. So yeah, and and, and, and nothing makes me makes us feel better than knowing there's like Cooligans fans in the audience. Exactly. It's just so and, and fire some, for and us. people sometimes people don't know, uh, you know, because we we deal with this all the time where people listen to us on the podcast and they're like, hey, these guys are funny on right. this little soccer. Radio but thing, are they good but comedians. are they good, good comedians? And then they come out and they're like, oh, "This happened throughout the entire World Cup comedy tour." Yeah, uh, they were like, "Yo, you guys are actually you funny. Guys are actually funny. Yo, you guys are great comics." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, we didn't. We're not just pretending to be comedians on the podcast." Yeah, as a this is to- what we do nightly, which disappoints our entire family. <laughs> okay, this is the only. You're the only people who are proud of us. I'll be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, so you need to come out. You need to really show up because, as as mentioned previously. My mom's not going. <laughs> okay, that is a common Emphatically. Th- <laughs> uh, she says all the time, get a real job. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's, uh, let's get the show going in, uh, in just a moment. We usually, we usually always start the show by showing love to the people who show love to us. Back to us. Uh, you wanna, I want you to read the first I gotta, one. I got to read this. Mikey, yeah. I am just out here crushing it. That's right. Title of this, uh, first of all, it's a five-star review. We don't read your garbage-ass reviews if you don't give us five <laughs> stars. We, in fact, we mark them as a report of concern. Okay, get it out of here. Actually, we don't. You can see there's a few underneath that. My big complaint is this one person who left a three-star review. I can't find it, but I would love to read that. One-star review, I get. We not for everybody, but we got 436 reviews. We're on our way. We got an average of five stars. Mikey, I am added to that by leaving this review. Title is, Hello, this is Susan Sarandon. Ooh, interesting. What an interesting username, Mikey. (laughs) Susan Sarandon. Also, his new username is Mikey, I am. And he's wild confused because it turns out uh, Susan Sarandon, I also am. <laughs> so the the subject the uh, the subject is uh, hello, this is Susan Sarandon. The review is this: Hello, this is Susan Sarandon, and I approve this podcast, comedy, soccer, and bowel movement stories. <laughs> it just doesn't get better than this. This is better than my movie Stepmom. Wow, that that is high praise. Damn, uh, from Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Stepmom is a good movie. Stepmom, you know, Suze is throwing her own career under the bus just to let you know how good we are. <laughs> so really, take her word for it. And listen to this show regularly. Tell your friends about it because if if it's good enough for Susan Sarandon, trust me, it's good enough for your friends. Yeah, I mean, yo, if you love the movie Stepmom, 
<laughs> Just imagine how much more you would love us. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, does that really correlate? The star of said movie you love just told you, whether it's true or not, just told you to watch and listen to this. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, it's just well, amazing from Susan. Uh, and uh, and Susan and only Susan, nobody else. So yeah. uh, That's so- her movie she did with um, Julie Roberts. She did do that movie, Julie Roberts. I remember yes. that movie. Uh, it was uh, almost as good as our podcast. <laughs> sure. It currently has a uh, 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I'm saying we're, we're, we have a higher rating than Stepmom does on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. On- Which, if you don't know how Rotten Tomatoes works, 45% means that's the only amount of people that could finish watching it because everyone else was just dying to laugh too much. <laughs> so you can imagine exactly. how much greater our show is. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, so let's get, let's get right to it. And just a reminder, yes, please leave a review on iTunes or on any podcast app that you uh, listen to the show to help. Also, yo, Spotify, right? Yeah, but you can't leave reviews on Spotify. No, but like download it. Even if you get it already on the other, it doesn't alert you. Just hit the button, subscribe to us on whatever it is. Yeah. Hit the play button. Listen to us on Spotify as well. Yeah. Yeah, Tell your friends. Help, help, Help us out. Also, if you got an Android. Listen to us on Spotify, though. <laughs> okay. Because all them other random-ass apps you'd be downloading is spying on you from China. <laughs> That's right. Be careful with those random-ass apps and right? podcast apps. Y'all got these random-ass... Y'all tell us, like, yo, I'd love to review for you on Podcast 69 app. And I'm like, that's not a real thing. All your information is at the NSA now. You got to stop using these random third-party apps you'd be downloading on that's the Google right. Play Store, which you know got no security whatsoever. <laughs> That's right. Yes, that's right. Apple and and Google uh, are totally safe with your information. They are not totally. doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. No superstar has ever had their naked photos leaked. <laughs> iCloud is impervious. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, so let's let's get started with uh, a couple things going on in American soccer. Obviously, the big news is uh, Alan Koch from FC Cincinnati. We- exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> yeah. We're the first ones. To Nobody talk about else this. has reported. Alan called us himself, <laughs> and was like, "Hey, man." No, you know what he did is he dialed us and put us on speakerphone during the firing, <laughs> just to Yo, make sure we get that scoop. I want you to hear this: how they treat <laughs> me out here. Wow, disrespectful. <laughs> yes, Alan Koch, and uh, they did it at a Skyline Chili. <laughs> how you gonna ruin that? <laughs> Yeah, the pinnacle of culinary arts. Yeah, and Roosevelt gave him the news. Yeah. Yo, it's really. <laughs> Yo, we should rename Roosevelt Island to Rose Lavelle Island. <laughs> I just thought about that. Okay. All right. Happy for you, man. <laughs> I'm coming up with ideas during the conversation. Is it ADD? I don't know. I went to a Catholic school. They didn't diagnose me with nothing besides I got the jitters. <laughs> also, I can't beat me a ruler. <laughs> I get nervous. I don't know why. Why, yo, why that lady wearing a head wrap and got a ruler in her hand? I feel like I might have done something wrong. So, Alan Koch has been fired from FC Cincinnati. Uh, why? He got, they gave him how many games? 10 games? 11 games? Uh, and then he's done. He's done. Uh, so, this is... But also, did you hear what Fernando Adi came out and said? I did hear it. He was like, wow, passive aggressive, which again, I respect. Okay. He came out and he's like, look, we've got good players. I don't know why they're playing out of position. You know, (laughs) makes it difficult to win. But hey, yeah. (laughs) The players we have, it's almost as if he was saying, like, I think we have good players. Like, if they were just coached better. Yeah. He basically said that. I mean, I don't think our goalkeeper should be playing starting striker. No. uh, But I'm not not the coach. Why is he wearing gloves out there? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. This could be why he's getting so many handball calls. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, yes, it's weird. I guess. Look, Fernando Audi is honestly part of the problem, right? Because he was, uh, you know, driving drunk, and also it contributed to the issues with the culture of the team. Uh, so I don't agree I'm, with that. I'm not. I'm not just going to be like he's not responsible at all for anything. So I don't take uh, Fernando Audi's words uh, uh, with, with too much uh, weight or whatever. Or too he much. Put the, he put the last nail in the coffin with that. But Alan Koch did uh, the week prior did say that his players were not good enough, and he did the he did the uh, the Anthony Hudson style. He was like, "Yo, Anthony, what are you doing? Okay, let me follow this model." Are you throwing and- all the players and uh- the front office <laughs> under the bus? I think I could do the same thing. <laughs> okay, cool. Seeing that as that worked out so well for you, I will also mimic that strategy. So wait, you get a how long of a vacation? <laughs> now, I'm doing the same damn thing. It's like a friend of mine in school got expelled. And then three other people were like, "Yo, he's just home playing video games. I'm gonna get expelled too." It's like you don't, you know, you get yeah, left back. Right? Sure, it's it's one of those like uh, you know, if you kill one person, it's like, well, a double. Mur- I'm not gonna go to double prison. What am I gonna two lives in jail? <laughs> Who cares? I mean, also don't kill people. But mm-hmm. uh, they, um, yeah. So I mean, big news. It's it, it, I think the most fascinating part about it is that he was not given that much time. Uh, I think they saw that there wasn't. I guess a, a real future. I mean, all the comments from um, I, I think his name is Jim Birding, if I'm not mistaken, or James Birding, the president uh, of, uh, of FC Cincinnati, which I think is also the same guy who gave the the weird high five to Susanna Collins. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. So the um, uh, I mean, all the comments, uh, and I'll, I'll pull up. Which from- was the first L of the season, right? <laughs> in a long line of L's. <laughs> it didn't get off to a good start. No, it did not. <laughs> so um, a, a lot of the um, uh, a lot of the quotes are really just basically about how uh, how bad um, uh, how, uh, that they, there wasn't any real uh, faith in uh, in Alan Koch, and and they didn't think there was any uh, foundation for a future. He was the USL coach, right? He was the USL coach, and he did win the USL. Uh, so clearly, he's a winning manager. He, he all right. So it's not like he. It's it's nothing. But it's just the the reality is the the quality of MLS is a lot higher. Uh, and uh, the speed, the pace, I, the I, but then the, the quality of players that they did bring in: uh, Fernando Adi, Darren Maddox. Yo, uh, whose choice was it to give all that Tam for the picks? I'm gonna assume. Uh, I, look, even I, Amaya. Remember the first pick? They couldn't even keep him. What do you mean they couldn't keep him? He's loaned out to uh, Orange County. Oh, wait. He just played his first game, though, last weekend. He came back? He played against San Jose. Okay, word. So he's playing. He only plays in California. That's the rule. Yeah, yeah. So he's that's where he's from, right? So he remember he, just how depressed he looked that he was going to Cincinnati at the draft. <laughs> don't say that. It's true though. Let's be let's be real. No, I won't say that. He was like, we were like, I was like, yo, tacos or Scott and Jillian. He was like, I love Subway. <laughs> yes, that did happen. FC Cincinnati people with a cattle prod behind them. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I love he, Subway. I saw his his post game interview after the game against San Jose. They they lost the game against San Jose, but he was. You don't say. The dude is, uh, you know, he's a kid, obviously, uh, but he is. I like his energy. I like his attitude. He's very like he's he's here to work. You know, he was was talking about like the they were asking him about like the the you know I, I think he got to start in that game and they were asking him about how he uh, how he feels how he feels in, in his first couple of games and 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 going being loaned out and all these other things and he's. He was just, he, I think he, I'm um, paraphrasing, but he basically said, like, uh, you know, this is the life of a soccer player. This is what I signed up for. He's a dude, he's, a, he's very serious for, like, a, a young. He is. He has that, like, uh, stiff upper lip kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like stoic. Something That's to prove. You know, I like it because we see, you know, we've spoken to younger players in MLS. And, uh, you know, some of them sound like, 
you know, they're still in high school a yeah. little bit. You know, it's, it's not even about sound. some of the been in the league for a few years. <laughs> they sound a little like childish, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from their quality of play. But sometimes you we'll can, like you can like, sense the maturity. We'll say to some people, like, yo, we'd love to have you on the podcast for comedians. They're like, yeah, you comedians? Y'all got bitches up there? I'm like, no, why would we? <laughs> oh, no, no, that's not right. <laughs> it's a soccer podcast. <laughs> I don't know what type of comedian yeah. you think we are. <laughs> Could you just just tell me where you put those two together? Yeah, and look, for people listening, sometimes you some people ask us, like, hey, you should try to get this person on the show, this person on the show. This is a thing that we uh, we think about a lot of who we ask to do to do the show because when we you, you, we can't really ask young players to be on the show because they're just going to get themselves in trouble. They're gonna, seriously, they're it's uh, going to ruin their career. They, I mean, young play, even though yes, they might be young men or young women playing, but in, uh, an eighteen-year-old, a twenty-year-old, a twenty-one. These are still eighteen-year-olds and twenty-year-olds and twenty-one-year-olds. And the funny thing is, when they're doing their media training answers, they sound very mature. Yes, when you break that. Yeah, when well, we do that with a player, who's once been it's in like the league, off script, it's like whoa. Yeah, when we do that with like Rose Lavelle or like a player like R.J. Allen, someone who's been in the league for a while or yeah. just played for a while, they they are like very mature, and you can kind of get like the sense that like they understand where to joke and where to like leave it be and let us kind of take the, you know carry the ball a little bit. Uh, with some of the younger ones, they're just like, yo, well, what about this? No, like, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. It's just, it is just a, I mean, it has nothing to do with them being a younger soccer player. It's the, it's the fact that they are young, young people. Right? Yeah, it's uh, not, not a young soccer player. They're just a young person. Exactly. So, uh, the, the, so yeah, so that's a, the, a reality of, of the situation. So, the, uh, so yeah, but the, the thing I'm most impressed by with FC Cincinnati is that the, the, the leash was this short. Right. There, there, there isn't uh, how many, you know, they're getting regularly, what, 25, 30,000 people a game, things like that. The, the, the standard is clearly uh, set very high for FC Cincinnati. There is not going to be any tolerance of mediocrity, which I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they did make such a, a bold decision and, and already to be a successful team. And they're, they're not dealing with the, the, you know, just being a bad team for, for in that expansion season. Did you see the uh, somebody posted? I can't believe, I can't remember who posted it on Twitter. They, the screen caps of like FC Cincinnati message boards and Twitter and you know Reddit, and it was just how many people were like, "Man, I miss the USL days, man." Like, remember when this team was good? Like, there was like that. The feeling around the fan base was like, "Oh God, you know, we used to win everything, man." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there is a uh, you know the league has changed a lot in the last a lot. In the last couple couple of years, so there isn't the the you know MLS was always a you know relatively small league. I mean the small number of teams and and uh, yeah, we're dude, starting nine with years 10. ago it was ten. Really has it been that many? In that yeah, well remember the two contracted the two Miami the two yeah, Florida yeah. teams. So you said ten years ago though, but it, it nine was, years ago it was twenty. 2010, they contracted to 10 teams. Oh, man. Yeah. And here we are on our way to 30. <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah, it's like... there. Life it, comes at you fast, bro. It, I think that's the thing with a lot of, you know, MLS lifers, right? You know, when, when a new team comes in and then there's all of a sudden a new wave of... You know the, the 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 Twitter idiots from that city, right? Because yeah. there's gonna be a couple, right? Oh, there's of course, <laughs> and they're like soccer. I think I could mess everyone's day up. <laughs> oh, round. let me get in on this. All right, yeah. little Kool Aid man breaking into the yeah. soccer Twitter. <laughs> hey, hell yeah! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it, it, it's a it's a thing of you know, obviously a new team, like a, a new fan base, clearly makes the league. 
uh, more popular and more exciting. But sometimes, like the the people who've been around a long time, are like, "Nah, son, I don't want, I don't want you, I don't want you in in uh, in my club." What? What are you showing uh, me? Paul Tenorio just tweeted out that uh, multiple sources say Colorado Rapids are set to acquire uh, USMNT winger Jonathan Lewis from NYCFC for a substantial haul of allocation money. Wow. Okay. So Medina not going anywhere. Hey, we could talk to our <laughs> guests. Talk to, all right. This is going to be perfect. Glenn Crooks is here. First of all, we want to thank all of MLS for starting to listen to us and releasing this, <laughs> this bits of news. This is this on is, a Tuesday. I'm pretty shocked. I'm pretty shocked. We got the Twitter going up on a Tuesday. <laughs> the, that's right. Uh, well, who sang that song? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I love McConan. I love McConan. Yeah. Oh, man. Where did he lives in Portland now. Where did he go? He came out of the closet and he lives in Portland now. Okay. Well, that's where you go when you come out. <laughs> everyone, everyone has to go there. Not bad because Diego Valeri's there who shares a birthday with me. Oh, that's right. How great is that? Speaking of birthdays. Yeah. We have our uh, party. Oh, that's right. We should just uh, make sure uh, to announce that. We Tell have- everyone right now, yo, if you happen to be in New York City that's on right. Friday, May 10th. <laughs> yeah, Friday night. Uh, May 10th. T-E-N-F. <laughs> come out to uh, Gelso and Grand. Gelso. Gelso. Appropriately pronounced G-E-L-S-O and Grand on the corner of Mulberry and Grand Street. Go straight straight downstairs and then say, yo, what are you here for? You say, I'm here for the gulliest birthday party of all time. That is right. That is your move. Bro, we got DJ from High 97 and Shave 45. Sway in the morning took over for Sway when he wasn't around. Okay. DJ Mike Medium is going to be spinning them tra- the records. And if he decides not to show, that's cool. We got an iPad. <laughs> so, uh, but we're hoping. Right? I hope he'll be there. He said he put it in the calendar, so let's hope he'll do it. But yo, we're just going to have some drinks. We're going to have some fun. Uh, we're going to dance a little bit. We're going we're going by live. There might be some twerking. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. From the king and queen of Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. Which this is now the Connecticut National Anthem. <laughs> okay, so um, let's, uh, we have to talk about this Jonathan Lewis stuff. This just, this, this, this just in. Uh, okay, NYCFC's Jonathan Lewis leaving, uh, if that's, if that's real. Supposedly. Then, um... Okay, so as so as an NYCFC fan, I, I'll be honest, pretty disappointed because uh, Jonathan Lewis uh, has been just stellar every time he gets an opportunity. But this season, he's been getting a couple starts. He hasn't really, uh, you know, he's not really shining uh, like like he does when he when he's like the super sub. Can we talk about why that is? Why he's not shining? Why do you think he's not shining? I have a theory, go, but I would like to hear what you have to go say for first. It, go for it. No, go ahead. Why, uh, why, why do you? Why, think? why do I think he's not shining? Um, it, it's strange because we see him in the U.S. men's national team, and he he appears to have like something a little different, where he can like uh, uh, you know get by a defender, uh, do something special. And then, don't you think it's the trust? Sure. Seems like Greg Berhalter trusts him a little bit more than Dome. I'm not going to say whether that's a good choice or a bad choice. I'm not going to say whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not going to sit here and say whether Dome is a better or worse coach than uh, Greg Berhalter, Triple G, okay, okay. or Dome. I'm not going to say all that. I'm just going to say it's clear, it's evident that the only reason Jonathan Lewis even hit the field is because the fans were begging for it. Sure. I'm- he was integral in uh, some type of exciting forward-making, chance-creating play yeah. every time he came in for the men's national team, which I would say is a higher standard than MLS. Well, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, without a doubt. Yeah. How is it that an MLS 
Man's can't get no run. I think the the outside of the issues that he may have been having as far as with Vieira or like maturity issues or anything. I mean, there were a lot of you know reports and things like that. But he, you know, I think the biggest difference from this year to last year. Uh, is he's not playing with David Villa. When he was playing with Villa, I don't know what... He the, wasn't playing with Villa in the men's national team. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, but I, we're talking about his play in MLS. Okay. In, with, with, in MLS, when he was playing with Villa, something, he always managed to do something special. I mean, Villa uh, attracted a lot of attention. So, you know, he probably had a little bit more space than usual. And, uh, and he had a couple assists to Villa last year as well. Uh, so I, I think that's the biggest difference. I think the, I don't know if it's, I, I would, I'm not going to say the system is different or anything. I just think the way NYCFC plays without David Villa is different, different enough to affect Jonathan Lewis's play. And he doesn't have the, 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 the liberty that he did uh, when, when Villa was there and, and with Riera or even with Dome while Villa was there. Look, if I'm going to listen to uh, what I can't remember the name of the of the uh, the general manager of uh, Colorado Rapids, they said that they're committed to this sort of 2020 plan, right? They're going to get a bunch of youth in. They're going to try to do the same thing FC uh, FC Dallas has done and some of the other clubs are doing now yeah. where they're going ahead and getting youth players that they think they can flip for more money. Immediately, immediately when you think of players that you can flip for more money that are young in MLS, one of the names in the top three or five, at least, has to be Jonathan Lewis. Yeah. So what is it? What is it, NYCFC, that you are getting allocation money-wise? What are you going to use that for that you couldn't have instead made money off of Jonathan it Lewis? It has to be, uh, they, they, have to, they have to be eyeing, eyeing a summer signing. A significant a summer tam, signing. A TAM signing somebody, somebody big, somebody significant. I mean, look, the, the moves they made so far... I've been pretty good. NYCFC, yeah, they had a rough hey, start. Hebert looks great. Hebert looks great. I I'm mean, not sold on Matriza being a $10 million player, $8.5 million. Player. I'm sure. not sold on that yet. But the guy looks good. He does look good. He's dealing with uh, some nagging injury. I think uh, I forgot what, a hamstring or some leg issue. Uh, oh, no, a rib. He had a rib issue. So uh, can't judge him too harshly. No, I'm just saying. But from yes, what we've seen, he, I, you know, Medina, you know, not looking great. Yeah. Well, you know what? We'll save a lot of these, these, uh, you know, this criticism specifically with for the Gl- next segment for okay. Glenn Crooks. All right. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'll get to the, you know, the bottom because he'll he, get down he's, to the crooks of the whole conversation. He's literally coming from uh, NYCFC training out in uh, Orangeburg, New York. So and wait till I tell him how trash his pizza, his favorite pizza is. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, everybody. Oh, why? Wow, we're going to take down Glenn Crooks. You this, know what? You know what? Glenn Crooks is canceled now. <laughs> Oh, Yo, this might be why Jonathan Lewis left. He found out Grant Cooks likes Arturos. You know what I mean? And he was like, I can't be in the same city with this guy. All right, so we'll we'll talk. Uh, you know, it, so just everybody get uh, you know buckle your seatbelt because or, or or on the subway because <laughs> because uh, the strap ne- yourself into that subway, folks. <laughs> because uh, the next segment will be NYCFC heavy. Yeah, um, uh, we'll talk about a lot of that yeah, stuff. But like H E V I, like the way Dominicans say, <laughs> heavy. Yeah, heavy. Heavy. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, I, we're going to have to make sure Glenn Crook says heavy. Heavy. <laughs> the right way to say it. Damn it all. <laughs> so, uh, so, okay, uh, a couple other things going on uh, in MLS and in U.S. soccer. Uh, let's talk about a couple. Let's talk about these trades real quick. Francisco Cavo from Minnesota United traded to um, uh, to Chicago Fire. Uh, and then and then we also had uh, Guzman, uh, David Guzman from Portland, uh, go to, uh, where did he go? Where did he go? To Columbus. Columbus. Uh, go back to play with Caleb Porter. Um, uh, so big uh, big moves in general. Calvo, the interesting one, more interesting. Because he's like, oh, the coaches are throwing people under the bus? Okay. I think I could do that too. <laughs> because if you saw. Uh, Calvo's been an outspoken dude from the beginning. Remember last year he was like, yo, we don't get no respect. Nobody talks about us. Yeah, but also he has 39 goals I'm allowing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> now go ahead, y'all run past me. I, I want to talk about how no one respects us. Now go ahead, y'all play soccer. Anyway, like, like I was saying. It's like, hey, uh, Francisco, I feel like we have nothing to really respect. Why? You know why that is disrespectful, that statement. <laughs> oh, oh, why? Because I don't defend? Unless I'm in a national team shirt? Oh, because the numbers don't lie? Uh-huh. Oh, really? Wow. What, you got all these facts? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, no. Uh, so, a couple of the quotes that, that stood out, he was, uh, you know, uh, interviewed, um, I think, at training uh, for, uh, you know, for the, at, at, you know, at training for the Chicago Fire. And uh, a couple uh, uh, <laughs> a couple of quotes that really uh, uh, stood out. Uh, um, let's just say he was trying to make the news, I think, a little bit. Yes, he basically, I, I, I want to get the, the, the right one. He goes, uh, he says, quote, when I, uh, wherever Coach Adrian Heath needed me, I always tried to give him my best. He took me out of my usual pos- position, which is in the middle. Uh, I tried to give him uh, what I had at left back, and after that, he took me out of the team. But I'll let him worry about this. Oh, okay. Wow. I'll let, I, I'm not at Minnesota anymore, okay? I don't need to figure out what their lineup is going to be. I do like be. how he throws a grenade and just goes, y'all take care of this. <laughs> yeah, can you just make sure this message uh, gets to him? Sorry, not sorry, right? So uh, he did also say uh, about the, the red card, he, he referring to Adrian Heath was really upset at the red card that he got in, in Toronto, uh, which is, I believe, the last game that Cavo played uh, for Minnesota United. He said he didn't like the red card in, in Toronto. He was a, uh, he, referring to Adrian Heath. He goes, he was a player, and he knows that sometimes as players, you lose your head. I lost my head against Toronto, and I accepted my responsibility. I was the captain of the team, but I didn't get his support either. I was the captain since I arrived in Minnesota, and he never supported me. He put me in the trash as if I were a rookie, to put it that way. Uh, But I repeat... It's so funny. But I repeat, I'm happy. Worn door closed, uh, but this one has opened. And if it opened up, it's for something positive. So That's like if your vows during your second marriage is like, let me tell you what that other bitch did. You know what I mean? But no, it's cool. But it's cool. I'm fine. I'm fine here. <laughs> she never respected me. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, look, they didn't, uh, a bad breakup, right? This did not end well. No, it did not. He also didn't take it well. Like, this is like that posturing of like, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm going to tell you what really happened. It's like, bro, move on. <laughs> Although I kind of like I kind of like the fact that he was like, yo, he was a player. He gets where I come from. I can understand that frustration. You yeah, know what I mean? I, look, they had, they had a lot of issues, uh, but, I mean, realistically, once the culture kind of changed, Ico Power gets there. Uh, Ozzy Al- oh, you think Ozzy Alonso is tolerating 
You know, allowing the most goals in in hell Major no. League Soccer. Hell no. Hell no. All right. So we, you know, hell yeah was before. Yeah, yeah. Now hell, hell yeah, done. <laughs> that is over. No, okay. That, that Guano <laughs> is not having it. So uh, look, I think Calvo, maybe the, the 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 quality of play, and then you know, it, there's something. It, it snowballs, right? Because once you start making a couple mistakes, and then um, you start, you know, being if when, once you you start becoming. The reason why you're losing games, which Calvo was definitely that, right? Occasionally, uh, then it, it it affects the entire culture of the team, and and people start, you know, it it, be, it, it stops being, uh, you know, we had a rough game, and you know, whatever. Then then it goes to, yo, I don't know what Calvo was doing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your own teammates start getting very specific about who's at fault. He's like, yo, he he had a plan, just didn't share it with the rest of us. Like, when they start saying stuff like that, you're at fault. Yeah, and I'm not gonna say that there's, you know, Adrian Heath is not responsible for uh, for how how Minnesota United is. At the end of the day, the buck stops with him. He's the coach. Exactly. So, uh, look, he made the decision uh, to get rid of Calvo. Calvo's now in Chicago. I don't I, I don't see Calvo going to Chicago and saving the day either. No. You know? <laughs> But there were what the rumors are going to go to five back. <laughs> Yo, dog, try seven. <laughs> <It's our> seven. <laughs> yeah. All right, you need might need a couple more. Have you thought about building a trench? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yo, Nicole Hack, furious right now. You have you tried the the trench four two? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good strategy. So we're allowing barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, Instead uh, of playing in Soldier Field, why don't you go get yourself some soldiers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm. I hope for the best in Chicago as well, man. And, and it's not like it. it, it Chicago is another one of those teams. Where I'm just like, oh, just this, so much talent. So close. They just need to fix like they two, have, three things, and they it's have just so much talent. Uh, Nico Gaetan has been great there. I've been watching a, co- a couple of uh, the games that he's played. He does look a step slower than he did in Portugal, though. Oh, uh, sure. I mean that's uh, like he seems like he's caring a little less. I mean it's. You I'm know, not gonna. I'm not gonna. Take I don't long, put that on him. It's a long journey to Bridgeview, bro. Yeah, you're tired, buddy. By the time uh, you get I mean, he's like, how long? How much does the Uber cost? Him? <laughs> Damn, you take Tam. <laughs> so uh, uh, do we have some ride share allocation? Let me, let me get some Ram, my guy. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, so I, I hope uh, for the best for both clubs. You know, we, we it'd be nice to see them both uh, uh, successful. So uh, okay. A couple other things. Um, let's talk about Corey Burke. This is a, a very vague issue that we don't Super know vague. We don't exactly know what's, going, what's on. going on. But you know, we we also don't want to spread rumors. You know, but what we do know for sure is that. But he's, you, we also want you to quote everything we say on this podcast. Oh yeah, no, also we spit number facts that we had heard. <laughs> These are facts we heard on the streets. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. And, if, and once it's, you heard it from like two, three people, then we know it's gospel. ESPN says you got to have two sources. My two sources are my homie Pookie. <laughs> and this dude I heard overheard at the deli. And I'm pretty sure he was talking about Cody Burke. <laughs> I ain't sure, but, okay. but that's enough to print, print it, <laughs> put it print up it. <laughs> top of the top of the sports center right before the the, the credit plays, <laughs> right before the opening. So Cody Burke plays for the Philadelphia Union. Not this season. Not this. Uh, we're well, not for the next couple months. Because He's back to Jamaica. He is a, a Jamaican international, and he is apparently stuck in Jamaica. Yeah, uh, where right getting, near to be. 
Beach. Getting his groove back, I've heard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, okay. You know who he's going to meet out there. You don't know. He's going to come back a new woman. Okay. <laughs> and it's about time. It's been a while since the divorce. You know, but honestly, he deserves it. Yeah. Really, it's him time. <laughs> okay. So Kids are out of the house. It's him time. So We're the, referencing a movie no one here has seen. Uh, I hope to. I'm sure people have. Uh, yeah. The reference is too popular. So, the, uh, uh, so Corey Burke. Uh, so uh, the he had to go back to Jamaica. He's off the team for the at minimum three months, but he's off the roster. He's off the roster because he cannot come back into the U.S. and we don't know exactly why. So they, uh, they all we know is that I, I believe the, the well, we don't know why because they're not saying specifically why. They're saying it's personal and matter, yeah, uh, or personal in its nature, and they're saying that he had to go because of a family issue. Uh, blah blah blah. The rumors we heard without saying it is let's just say if this was the problem you had. That uh, they found, then you Jamaica might not be the best place to go. <laughs> uh, that's like if if I was found. All, all I'm always saying is that Jamaican problems for yourself. If uh, yeah. this is your issue, <laughs> Jamaican your life a little harder <laughs> by going to Jamaica. Oh, here, like if you if I took a piss test and it came up positive for uh, too much salt, uh, do not send me to a pizza shop. Is what I'm saying. So they're sending him to Jamaica. So these are all we don't know. We don't know. This is literally yo. We heard as much as whatever you heard online. I'm so. letting you know what's in the deep web, okay? <laughs> okay, we're we're out in 4chan yeah. kind of exploring trying yeah. to figure all this out. <laughs> okay. We got to weed through a lot of very disrespectful stuff. <laughs> a lot, all right? But we, you know what? We we do the work and we do the work for you. Yeah, we don't do this for us. <laughs> and definitely didn't already have 4chan on our computer. <laughs> so, the um so the, so he can't come back and and uh the the team statement was that he uh he won't be back for at least uh, three months, at least three months. Uh, so he's working out some visa issues, um, which also which also means how it, much does he owe the visa? Come on, you gotta go to Jamaica. <laughs> you gotta sort this out, man. Wow. Um, so apparently, uh, this was all, will also affect his eligibility for the Gold Cup because yeah. Jamaica's in the Gold Cup, and he also may not he may not be able to travel to the U.S. to play in those games as well. Uh, so hopefully this gets sorted out. You don't want to see. I mean, it, it's really it's more than just like a guy not being able to play for a soccer team. It's like he can't work. Right? He can't work. He can't feed his family. He can't take care of his family. Like, like it's frustrating. And if this is because he did fail a, 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 a urine test, like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. this Dog, leave that for the off season. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I mean, st- seriously. I know <laughs> right. that some of this. All right. Look at this team counselor. Alexis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good. Yo, just do it on away games yeah. only, bro. <laughs> Come on. Not- <laughs> God. Remember I gave you that list of when you were going to randomly be contesting? <laughs> Put lo- it in your calendar. I'm looking out for you. God. <laughs> um. No. CBD, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so look, uh, you know, hopefully we can get back to the team. Look, if it, if it is, I heard when he was told that he was not able to back. He he said, "No way, <laughs> no, oh man, no way, man, where'd uh, my Jamaican accent go, man? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Why do I sound like Cheech? <laughs> yeah. I'm Mexican. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh man. Well, you know what? Look, even even with uh, uh, Corey Burke absent. Yo, Philadelphia Union are on the roll, man. They're looking they're good. Top of the East, dude. They're a fun team to watch, and it's it's like it, yo, it, it, it's one of the, Philly, Philly are one of these teams who are like, who is that? 
Who's that guy? Who are they passing to? Yeah. Oh, who? he's good. Wow. Okay. Where was that guy? <laughs> they got one dude named Casper. <laughs> you got a man named Casper out there. Casper, Casper like shrimp from, you know, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, uh, Prisbichenko. Prisbichenko. I think that's his name, if uh, I'm not mistaken. That sounds like a prison in Russia. <laughs> yeah, what happened, man? He got sent to the Prisbichenko. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Yo, he we never come we, back. We, how did we ever go? Yo, you better say your goodbyes now. Damn, yo, he a ghost for real. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, man, it's uh, they, they, so they they look they do look good. Hopefully, uh, even if it is, uh, yo, we haven't even talked about Columbus. What? Oh, that's right, we haven't talked about Columbus. Wow, yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, yeah. So, yo, shouts to uh, Corey Burke, yo, you know, having fun out there. Uh, hopefully, he could be back soon. Obviously, you know, look, rules are the rules are the rules. I mean, we're you know, nope. as stupid as I think it is. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's pretty dumb, but uh, you know, let people let let people. You knew the rules when you signed up. Exactly. Let, let, you know, Papa needs his medicine. Yeah. Let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know how stressed he is. <laughs> so Listening to some Sean Paul. <laughs> so, the, um, uh, let, let's talk about very quickly this, uh, this Columbus against DC United match that had incredible controversy. This was lit. <laughs> That's right. And the latest part. Uncle's in town. Yeah. <laughs> Not a funkle at all. <laughs> uh, the littiest part of this whole match was afterwards. They asked Caleb Porter, Caleb Porter, what did you think of the match? What do you take away from it? And he was like, let's talk about the referees. <laughs> Yo, no, you went. He point, he's like, that guy right yeah, there. You I see him? I see you. <laughs> That's him, your honor. Put your finger in a year again. You ain't going to get out of this. <laughs> Yo, he went in. like As he was talking, all I heard was ching 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 of the MLS fine. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Yo, I was just thinking about this. You think when you hire someone like Caleb Porter that you put in will pay your first like eight fines in sure. the contract. I can like put in a security deposit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just that, that trust fund. Like, yo, you getting this much money. Just so you know, this percentage <laughs> of it we're going to set aside for you. <laughs> because we know what we signed up for. Yeah, yeah. I got a feeling that's going to go right back to the pockets. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so look, he is a, uh, you know, he, you know, he keeps it real, uh, Caleb Porter. He, he's not. He kept it too real. Well, he's not, you know, look, he's not disrespectful. He's not like a he's not uh, a hothead. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he's cr- like crazy. I wouldn't say what he said was respectful. Uh, I, I think it's reasonable given what was what this particular instance. The term egregious comes to mind. Yes. This was, so if you didn't see the game. There's a big old F up. Yes. So <laughs> uh, so it, this was, uh, uh, you know, the worst three-way ever uh, between <laughs> Will Trapp, <laughs> Luciano. Buddy, I, I got a story for you. <laughs> Luciano Costa and Ted Uncle. They, uh, they, a ball uh, being passed from, uh, from uh, who was it, Leo Hara, um, and he was uh, – Passing it to Luciano. Trap and Acosta came together. Stay sandwiched. They gave a nice group hug. That's right. To Uncle. And clearly, Ted, the referee, Ted Uncle, is in the way and got, uh, and, 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 and he affected the play. 100%. Uh, and he, he basically fouled Luciano Acosta. He, 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 he made contact with the DC United player who was about to receive the ball. Then, well, well he was in the wrong position. So the ball kind of went in his way. I mean, if if he was a defensive midfielder for the Columbus crew, he he would have been in the perfect position, right? Yeah. He would have intercepted the ball. He did give like an MLS 1.0 tackle, you know, like <laughs> where you just run into somebody. So, uh, so Will Trap obviously goes for the ball. Luciano Costa is is hit or makes contact with the referee. Uh, Will Will Trap makes a great pass, passes it uh, to uh, Santos, uh, uh, and and Santos gets a great goal. So let's. Also 
also talk real. Acosta did what he normally does. He went down way soft. Sure. Uh, uh, whatever. I mean, he's from Argentina. What are you going to do? That's, that's in their culture. <laughs> that's how they're built, Alexis. Yeah. In, in grammar school, in elementary school, <laughs> if you sneeze, the rest of the school goes under the table, <laughs> under the desk. Uh, Fallout shelter. <laughs> <laughs> it's duck and cover, but yeah. it's, it's with, with even the slightest contact. Right. <laughs> Kid who sneezes gets a red card. <laughs> so, um, look. Uh, so the craziness here was that after uh, after the after the goal, uh, the, they, there was a video review, and Ted Uncle went back and said, "Look, we're watching the video right now. Ted Uncle definitely a hundred percent makes contact with Lucho Costa. Will trap um, might also, but I would it would it's not clearly a foul. It's not enough for me to for if I was a ref, I would not call that a foul. Will trap's foot goes underneath where Costa plants his heel." Okay. But Acosta does that in the act of falling um, back already. Exactly. I, he because was, he's bouncing off of Ted Uncle. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so so once that happens, the uh, is that a tripping foul? No, not in any way, shape, or form. Is there contact? Yes. Yes. And but it's because of Ted Uncle. Totally. It's completely Ted Uncle's fault. So in in most scenarios, as we know, like when the referee kind of impedes the play, it's it's part of the game, right? You just keep it moving. Uh, so this is yeah, that doesn't stop your defenders from defending. They're not robots that shut off. So th- so this is the interesting part because this is how it was handled. Uh, the video, Badly. <laughs> the video review, uh, um, uh, ref told Ted Uncle, take a look at it. He's like, yo, Unc. I think we got something out here. Yo, what you doing out there, dog? <laughs> because you're making us all look bad. Yeah. Damn, son. <laughs> you're running into the players, you know? Uh, so after, uh, so he goes to review it and and then uh, takes the goal back. And because he says that the the, the attacking uh, phase of play started and uh, when, when Will Trap uh, quote unquote, committed the foul. Right. And uh, so now, so it negates the goal. So, Clearly, so this is why people were upset because now they feel like, and this is why Caleb Porter was upset because it, it feels like uh, that Ted Uncle is going back on the decision and and fixing it for himself. For himself, he covered his own ass. Exactly, he's like, look, he was like, yeah, bang, yeah, maybe I was in the way, but that was after. Exactly, look, look, my p- performance review is coming up. I really don't need this yeah, right now, yeah. <laughs> dog. Do you know what mortgage I got? Yo, the wife needed a colonial. Okay, I don't know what to do here. You know what a colonial is? It's just a house with a wrap. Yo, don't bust my balls right now. All right? All right? Don't be like my wife. Do you have any idea what the electricity bill is on this freaking thing? It's too much. So that so that's what made it feel really terrible because it, it seemed like he was trying to correct a mistake. So in 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 this situation, the so this is the 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 update uh uh that I have uh f- for More you. breaking news. So I saw this Pablo Mora uh, had uh, Pablo Mauer is doing an incredible job had uh, now that he's full time. Shouts shouts to Atlanta had Athletic. Tweeted this because everyone everyone was kind of commenting on this and this was even the uh, Stu Holden and John Strong uh at halftime of uh, of of their game that they were uh, calling they also mentioned it as well and pointed it out that it, it was it did seem ridiculous that this was even reviewed right that was the kind of like why was it being reviewed because it didn't seem like something that was worth reviewing uh so that that, that was like kind of the, the foundation of everyone's argument but then Paulo Maurer Tweets this about uh, dropped ball laws. Yeah, he goes to the rule book. Laws 8 and 9. And one of them says, 
if the ball uh, touches the referee or another match official and goes into the goal, team possession changes, or a promising attack starts, a drop ball is awarded. So the referee did impact the play. Uh, so he, he said, did he touch the ball though? Uh, oh, that's right. That is, if the ball touches the referee, did the ball did did he touch the ball? I don't think he touched the ball. Well, we're about to find out because we're watching it. But also, that was a what's the line of the the play? No, the ball didn't touch the ref. Okay, so he shouldn't have. So if the ball did touch the referee, and then this goal happens, then you understand why it goes back. Why it goes back? But, but it never touched it the never, ref. It never touched the ref. So this this should not have been reviewed. He did get in the way of the player making a move or a play on the ball. Yeah, yeah, that without a doubt. But that's technically uh, in the laws. That is okay. Yo, why are we the only league that this shit happens, man? <laughs> Look, but M- MLS was one of the first leagues that did VAR, and and this is you, it's not being used properly because this is also his second mess up with VAR in the game so, in one game. It's it's just crazy that yo we got to give refs red cards. <laughs> Bring out another person. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, the, the people will handle that responsibly. <laughs> Just with that kind of oversight. Apart, as soon as the game starts, uh, yeah, out of here, buddy. Nah, uh, time to go. You know what? I'm ref in this game. You know what we should have? We should have one other ref, like just floating around in a drone, and that guy is sort of like the leader ref, and he could give the refs on the field or on the pitch their red cards. <laughs> you down for that? You know what? No. Drone rap. <laughs> Brought to you by the Cooligans. We're going to sponsor the drone Yo, rap. our stickers are all over it. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this drone not functioning correctly? Um, so, uh, so, yeah, it, it is kind of a... Um, uh, it is pretty insane. I just I hate that the you know we're we're MLS is basically the 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 the, the trial run of of <laughs> we know, are yeah we're the we're the guinea pigs the guinea pigs. But what what surprises me about VAR is all the new ways that they can still like screw it up somehow. Like this, you would think VAR is like Yo, VAR, that's simple. That's right? it. We got there's cameras. There's cameras. We, you could go back and check. Go back it. and we're check. Good. But no, there's always some nuance that yeah. is still that we still can't like something insane still happens. And, that, and, that, and look, people were like, oh, we can't have VAR. VAR's going to change the whole feeling and emotion of the game. It's like, yo, there's still a lot to talk about. Here's what I'll say. If he would have let that go, it's still the defenders and the goalkeeper that let that ball get past them. Yeah. that's That should have been a goal. <laughs> and you know why this hurts even more? I think was, this is what, Columbus' fifth loss in a row? Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. They had a good start. And then, uh, yeah, they... they they traded traded places with NYCFC. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so uh, I I think I mean they'll sort it out. I mean Columbus is they're they're a good team and, and Caleb Porter is a good coach. Uh, we'll see what the fi- I don't know what the fines are going to be for him because he's going to have to deal with you can't you can't just talk all the trash <laughs> you can't and nobody spill do anything. <laughs> everybody's tea because <laughs> he was if you haven't seen the comment he was super upset with that uncle he went all the way in yeah so there's gonna be a little bit of penalty for that you can't something something's gonna come of this i can at least guarantee you that exactly so uh so all right so let's take a a quick break and uh we'll be back with our guest glenn crooks if you don't know glenn soccer in the city soccer in the city he's uh uh, he's that radio announcer for nycfc uh, dude he discovered carly lloyd that's right yeah it wasn't her at all she didn't do it no but he coached carly lloyd i know he coached coached. her but like he he's the one who helped her get onto the path of yeah yeah 
yeah, yeah. us knowing who she is. She always had the skill and she was great. <laughs> I'm just saying, yo, somewhere along the line, someone's got to be like, yo, I got, yo, I think you should go do, go do this. I'm going to introduce you to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know a guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> us, baby. <laughs> so uh, we'll be talking with Glenn Crooks right after this. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We just got a word from one of our sponsors, us. Us, our hats. Yo, our hat is so fire. It's a collab we did with Talisman. That's right. Yo, if you want to get it, guess what? There's five left at the Talisman, uh, Talisman store. We didn't hide them. We put them right out there. If you <laughs> want them, tre- you, you got to find the map first. Yeah. <laughs> you go find Dustin and you check under the hood if you get what I'm saying. So you can go to the Talisman Cap store uh, in St. Paul and pick up. There's five left. So go get go get them there. Minnesota family, go, get, go pick one up. But, but if you're not in Minnesota, you go to Ontario. On the Volley and there's, Apparel. And there's a lot of people who are not in Minnesota. There's, yeah, there's a lot of people in Minnesota, but there's a lot of people that aren't, and they want the hat. Go to onthevolleyapparel.com. Onthevolleyapparel.com. Slash Cooligans. Yes. Uh, and you can see we have a, ni- a nice merch page now. You can see the hat right there. So. See all the stuff that's sold out. Exactly. But they'll, they'll be coming back. Don't worry about it. So onthevolleyapparel.com slash Cooligans. Uh, and use the promo code Cooligans for 20% off your entire order. So anything you order on onthevolleyapparel.com. Including uh, our merch. Yeah, exactly. will be discounted. So it's a good deal. Go pick one up. Look fresh. Stay gully. That's what it says right on the Stay cap. Stay gully on the back. It's got the fade window on the side. We put some mesh on the side so exactly. everybody sees how tight your fade is all summer long. Exactly. All right? Because I love a nice lady with a dope fade. <laughs> Yo, show me that fade, baby girl. <laughs> You're looking good. <laughs> uh, so go pick one up. On com slash Cooligans and use the promo code Cooligans for 20% off. Yeah, baby, we're back. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. We are absolutely stoked. We're excited uh, to have uh, our next guest. Uh, we got to be on his podcast. Now we 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 gave him the luxury and the honor <laughs> of being on that, that's the funniest <laughs> soccer podcast in the world, the that, gulliest soccer podcast in the world. That's right. He's. Uh, I, I mean, I'm looking at his face. He's incredibly flattered. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, blushing even. Hey, I'm, I, I'm still pissed that you put John Strong and Stuart Holden on before me. We haven't even introduced you yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's already filling out the the you know the complaint box. Also throwing out shade <laughs> to other guests, which again we allow yeah, and we, we encourage. <laughs> Please uh, throw shade if you don't know who he is. You stupid son. You ain't been around <laughs> the game long enough. You need to listen to his podcast. He's been around the game for so long. This guy's had a career that if you love American soccer, this dude is one of the reasons why it's still around today. And there's some superstars that are banging halfway goals in World Cups and stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one the only Glenn, Glenn Crooks everybody Glenn boys how are you doing man I'm uh, I'm loving life I'm loving being here there you and, go and you should see these two guys though before we start the recording you know they're very calm you know and then the <laughs> next thing you know they're screaming the energy it's like we turn it on from the microphone know, this is uh, it's impressive it yeah, really what, is. we're professionals at what we're not 100% sure well, but I know we're professionals people generally like with comedians with stand up comedians a lot of times people ask uh, like oh you know if I'm with my girlfriend they, they might be like oh he must be he must always be funny all the time right this must be great and I have to explain to them like oh no it's this is uh we turned know, our the, love into a job <laughs> the roller coaster goes real real deep yeah. you know so the you valley don't, you guys is bad. don't find yourself like if you're in a social setting that there's some pressure to be funny do, oh do you, of course yeah. the moment somebody's like wait you're a comedian you're like here we go so now you gotta prove I'm funny <laughs> but it can't, we, we can't be on at all times you like know? when we we're have home to save it for you know for, for when the lights are yeah. on you know doctors aren't home just checking blood pressure every you know, they're right home. relaxing it's like you know a plumber's house has like a leaky faucet yeah that's us like we're just sitting at home relaxed right. my wife will say something that clearly can have a joke to it and i'm just like 
Maybe if I was on stage. It's, 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 it. it's interesting that I, I feel like Glenn is already interviewing us. You know, like that's I, what he does. I, you know, Kacha, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's he's been around into, for too long. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because we we had a, a message from uh, I, I must have been Michael Anderer from Blue City Radio. He was like, "Hey, I've I've, I've seen him at those scrums." Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if you're gonna be able to get a word in it's on like, your own <laughs> podcast. He said, <laughs> "Oh well, hey, listen, that's that's because my questions are more interesting and Ooh. I have more interesting things to say." <laughs> wow. So. Shots more fired. Insightful. All you media Spry. out there, just know that Glenn is coming after you. Glenn uh, Crook's the gulliest media <laughs> scrum member when we're not there. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Glenn, uh, okay, you know what? I want to talk to you about you uh, in a moment, but you you did just come back from uh, Orangeburg, New York. At, uh, I did. Uh, NYCFC's breaking potential training news. facility, and we just saw this online. We were just talking about this. You walked in the door. You're Now, now we have somebody to yell at directly. So feel- what they say is where there's smoke, there's fire. And we don't just mean the smoke Glenn is throwing at Michael Anderer. <laughs> and John Strong. And John Strong as well. We mean where there's smoke, there's fire. And yo, I, I hear a little kindling. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, the the log is. is I the, hear the, the rustling. The Yule log is turned on. Uh, <laughs> These are the guys that are going to be fired up about this. Yeah. I mean, I like Jonathan Lewis, of but course. you know, if, you know, I like him, but uh, this is. Uh, Look, you know, this is something that is going to be, we hope, good for him. And it's just like when Tommy McNamara has played in every match for the Houston Dynamo since he left New York City and is now with, uh, you know, with Wilmer Cabrera, who coached him at Chivas. And there's a relationship there and, uh, and he's playing. So hopefully, uh, you know, the, the only unfortunate thing is he's going to the Colorado Rapids, which is oh, two points from 10 terrible. games. Yeah, it's no, terrible. No. And again, it's not official that he's he was at training today. Mm-hmm. I did not speak to him. He was and busy it, packing his bags. <laughs> <laughs> he did leave early, but so did many other players leave a, a bit early from the session, like an Alex Ring. Uh, I think Tinnerholm was off Are early. Players allowed Are to they leave all early? going to Colorado? No, What's going on? Uh oh, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> they might be told, "Look, you, you can. You're done for the day. Now you could stay and do extras, or you can go inside. You know, sure. then they get their option of what to do." So Lewis was there, uh, talked to Dome Tehran, but there was no inkling of this, and maybe. Um, Maybe as a journalist, uh, I, uh, I I did not uh, I wasn't as adamant I, as I should have been to ask about. Well, today's the transfer deadline day. Sure. What do you got going? Uh, so, uh, but Lewis was uh, there is a publication called Pro Soccer USA, and in there, in in their like transfer predictions, I did think that John Lewis would be moved during this time because I I'm I'm pretty certain he's disgruntled. Maybe even trade requests. I don't know, but uh, the fact is, is that. Uh, and one thing Dome did say today is I've got seven forwards when Matriz is healthy. If he's ready for this week, I've got seven forwards. So how do I keep everybody happy? You know, you just, you don't. And, um, the unhappiest is probably Jonathan Lewis. Let me just say, let me ask this. Why, 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 why? It, the league is becoming a selling league, right? And it's all about the youth movement. And can you flip these youths for more money? You have one in your, in your stable that is getting every time he's on the field for the men's national team. He's doing something creative, helping, uh, you know, a chance be creator, something for a goal, right? You've which got he's this, done with uh, New York City as which well. Which he's done yeah. with New York yeah. City. But I mean, like, at the, like, in the major spotlight, he's playing well. Now he's on your, he's in your club. How is that guy not someone you want to keep along so you can make more money in the future? What are they actually gaining by getting rid of him? Is this because of a big move or is this just because he was, you know, potentially disgruntled and maybe asked to leave? 
Uh, probably more of the latter. And the, but the, the fact is, is that uh, for whatever reason, we don't know specifically. I mean, the only thing that's ever been said publicly by Dome Turan was last year about uh, Jonathan Lewis not uh, effective in his defensive responsibilities. He yeah. didn't seem to ever have a massive problem with him on the attacking side, although we talked about tactics sometimes, too. But there's something about Jonathan Lewis I think that Dome uh, Turan does does not admire. I mean, after he played for, what, 40 minutes at D.C., and, and those that was a good shift for him. He wasn't even on the bench for the next two games. So uh, I don't want to be so trite to say is the writing may have been on the wall, but uh, the writing may have been on the wall. Yeah, it is one of the, it, it, as, as you know, we, we go to games and you see and you see him play and you see him do positive things. It, it's one of those things. I guess my only question is like, why hasn't it worked? Like how? Well, how- the one thing I will say, Jonathan's been given an opportunity to start. And uh, I think I can't remember a starting assignment where he was really good that day. Sure. You know, and he became and, you know, with the U.S. men's national team, you talk about his effectiveness. It, it was, was always in a reserve role. Yeah. Coming in 70th minute. Uh, the the back group for the opponent is a little bit winded or tired. You know, their legs are, you know, a little rubbery at that point. And there's Jonathan Lewis blowing by him, which is what he did in those two matches where he got assists. With skill moves, though. Yeah. And also, no, how old I'm, is Jonathan Lewis? 20, 21. 21. He's 21. No, Come I know. On. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> it's here's an asset. The, here's the difficult we, thing about... They're, they're, they're selling an asset. I don't know how much TAM supposedly they're getting, but they're getting rid of an asset which could potentially create a lot of a lot of money coming in. And I know that's probably not the most important thing uh, for a city football group. Like for them, it's more important, different, you know, maybe the, that little bit of a profit is not a yeah, significant yeah. amount of money is what I'm saying. But what are we doing? Well, I, <laughs> one thing Domi has been saying recently, and with the emergence of James Sands, he loves Joe Scali. He said Joe Scali will play before the end of the year, 100% guaranteed. Didn't mention Justin Hack, although he mentions Justin, but not about him playing this year as a 17-year-old. So uh, Dome, Dome wants to stay, although, you know, we've, there's been, you know, in the uh, supporters area, we've heard uh, different things in regard to that, but Dome wants to stay and he is, uh, he's positive about the youth movement. There's something about Jonathan Lewis's game that didn't fit sure. what, what he desired. And that's, that's the best I could tell you. He has no problem playing James Sands. Sands is 18 years old. Yeah, so yeah. it's not an age thing. Nope. Certainly not an age thing. I mean, you know, whatever, whatever the issue is. Right. Okay, so I can tell you're upset though, Alexis. <laughs> Here's my thing: it's because if you clearly have something that that people were freaking out about during the men's national team, and I said this in the previous segment, men's national team is a higher standard than MLS. That's undeniable, undeniable. And he played well there. You tell me he can't do the same thing in MLS. I think he can, and uh, this is what well, I said. We're about before. to find out in Colorado if he can. Well, but, but here's what I to- here's what I told you, and this is this is the way it works in in the coaching player relationship. Let's say uh, Jonathan Lewis, and I'm sure this was the case, felt that Dome Turan, it, it just you know wasn't uh, into him as a player. You know, wasn't supportive of him as a player. It's like that movie, he's just not that into you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all. Girl, we need to talk. <laughs> but how do you feel? So you're, yeah. you're you're playing on the team, and and you get the feel, you know you just get the feeling the coach doesn't have it have it for you. You know, isn't confident in yeah, in yeah. what you can bring. With Burhalter, Burhalter saw Jonathan Lewis play when he was at the University of Akron. He drove from Columbus to Akron two and a half hours to see the kid play, and then he's played against him. And actually, Jonathan Lewis is probably his best game last year was against Columbus. So Burhalter. It, it, 
he, his whole thinking is, I want a guy like this that could come yeah. in near the end of the game and, and, and cause some havoc. And that, and in general, that's how it is, right? One coach can almost despise you, and then another coach can be like, oh, this is this yeah. is a, a perfect relationship. So yep. uh, I, uh, w- I, there's a bunch of other stuff I want to get to. It. So just to, to, to mention your your resume, you were a coach uh, for a very long time. Uh, so you know what you're talking am. about. Yeah. I'm still a coach. Okay, okay. So, but it's you, okay. You were, everybody co- forgets I coach club soccer now. I, I, I retired from college. That's right. You were coaching Rutgers yes. uh, uh, for a long time. And 14 years, if I'm not mistaken. Very good, Alexis. Yeah, very uh, nice. So, studied his press notes on the way. Oh, yeah, press notes. We definitely do dude, that, right, Chris? So, yeah, where are your notes? There's uh, nothing in front of these. Well, they have their computers. Have up, so that's yeah. good, right? Yeah, but I'm Is playing, there a picture of me up there? Let me see. I'm playing Minecraft on mine. <laughs> but I did. Uh, so that's where uh, a lot of your, obviously, acumen and knowledge comes from. So I, I wanted to just get that clear so that everyone knows uh, that they should be listening to Glenn Crooks. So, that's correct. Uh, but you've been. I've always said you're very perceptive. <laughs> you've been covering. Uh, uh, NYCFC since uh, since the, the beginning of uh, I have yeah and uh, so and you do uh, the radio call uh, for NYCFC so you deal with all uh, everything NYCFC from uh, beginning till till now true I, I feel very much uh, you you're very much a part of the club I feel I can I, I can ask you questions I think our listeners are gonna be like well ask him about the stadium uh, maybe he knows something <laughs> yeah. that other people don't know well, that see, is the one question we keep getting and I, uh, of, of course yeah. I mean that's what you're going to get and and I travel I'm on the the road with the team too so I do have a lot of conversations some of which I can't share but you know it's why uh, would you say that yeah well why that's just you? the way it goes that's the way it goes but okay yeah. so we've been at least at the very least we've been seeing uh some reports that were closer I don't know how valid any of this is what report was that was that uh, uh, Randy Levine that the last thing I the last time I've heard anybody say anything was Randy Levine the president of the Yankees who owned 25% of the team. Yeah. And he was in an interview, and it just came up something about the stadium. It was mostly about baseball, and then the stadium thing came up, and he goes, um, you know, we're hopeful to have something by the end of the year, which we've heard before. And so he's, I, you know, you can't say he's lying. So, so, I mean, he's so, hopeful uh, to have something by the end of the year. Yeah, but hopeful doesn't mean we're, we have something no. potential. So If I'm your guy, you guys, and I'm the supporters – who have shelled out the money and 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 have really provided support? Go to all the events in the in, in the Manhattan and in, in Queens and wherever anything's happening. Riots, got yeah. it. <laughs> and violence makes changes. You heard it here first. I, did, I was not intimating that at all. I was just saying you have every right to be. Uh, I think a little perturbed at this point that there's no news and the I news and I have issue. nothing. I have nothing to share with you. I think from their side of it, and nobody wants to hear this, is that. If there are three places or four places that are under consideration, putting that out publicly by them might um, damage their negotiating position. Yeah, you, might, you know, those kinds of things are, are, are real. So it's a business deal. I, here's here's my I, thing. Know. They have four. Let's say they have four locations. Hypothetically speaking, they got four locations. They don't want to lose leverage by putting it out there that they got these four locations. Here's what you do: you create a fake fifth location, okay. and you get someone else to leak that information. Well, that was Belmont that because close. that was fake. That thing. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was real, but they didn't want to go there. Belmont never existed, yeah. folks. <laughs> Belmont died ten years ago. They did that. that was a that was backup, 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 backup plan. Yeah, at Belmont. So that's what I mean. Like, yo, you come out with a fake fifth location and you say that's close and that pushes everyone else closer to want to make a deal. 
<laughs> and if that doesn't work, bomb threats. All right. <laughs> well, get it. Get involved with it, man. Get involved. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> okay, I've got a. Oh, I've got a text. No, I was just kidding. Oh, <laughs> he was looking Yo, at his phone. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. we got out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it, look, I, I guess I, I and I've made this. Uh, complaint often where uh, we saw with Columbus the Save the Crew movement and how much the the, the supporters were involved in, in helping uh, keep the team. And now they're getting 10000 a game. But go ahead. <laughs> sure. What's going on, man? I can't just... Dis- I'm so... It's I'm a, a little, little disturbed by yeah. that, yeah. you know. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. To but interrupt. at the very least, you know, the, the, you know, the beginning of the movie was hot, right? There was a lot of the Save the Crew movie. Yeah. It's gonna, oh, yeah. It's gonna start great. It um, was heartwarming. It was inspiring. It was <laughs> we, all those things. And now there, ten thousand people are showing up for their games. Yes. So, but but at the very least, there was there, there was some uh, uh, organization, some movement, and and uh, uh, a coordinated effort to try to help keep the team. For NYCFC to get a stadium, I've always said, like, how come there isn't that effort uh, to try to get a stadium? Like, is there is there a, a, a politician we can uh, write letters to and contact? Is there a, what what coordinated effort can NYCFC fans uh, do and what and be a part of to help get a stadium? Because it feels like there's there's we have no control over it. And and I I wish I think we we might have, be able to influence somebody with 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 something, you know, to move forward. You need a a lawyer. I just so okay. You need a lawyer, a strong lawyer, a mob lawyer, <laughs> one of those kinds <laughs> okay. that wields a little. Maybe. Make sure they look that you know yeah. they look mob like. You know they've got that back hair. Uh, sort of like that guy who's the, who's a goalkeeper for Minnesota, Vito uh, Minone. 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 But he's the, he's the most Italian looking guy I've <laughs> yeah. ever seen in my life. Yeah, you there's know, a guy. Like, there's guy a guy like that. Who does he play for? Uh, Polenta. Uh, LA. LA, LA plays for, yeah, he's, he's, he's like Uruguayan though, but his last name is Polenta. That's Polenta. pretty. That yeah. Vito Minone is more Italian sounding. <laughs> when you watch New York City play the uh, LA Galaxy this week, you guys going to watch a game? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You're not coming to LA. Uh, With no. me? Come on, man. No. Oh, oh, wow. You're going to get us flights? <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> but I want you to watch. Have you seen that guy deliver a ball out of the back? He is sensational. Incredible passer. Oh, my goodness. What was that pass he just did with the outside of his foot? Yeah, Yeah. to Ebro, who slotted it uh, across the goal to, uh, I don't forget who finished. Bro, you're Uh, Against Red Bulls. I mean, what? We just Is that what it is? You're Uruguayan? I didn't know that. Half Cuban, half Uruguayan. Okay. I know nothing about the Uruguayan side because that was my dad. Mate? I know about it. I don't drink it. You're not Uruguayan? No, you know what? Grilled meats. <laughs> I'm good. Trust me. Uruguayan enough. I was voted in high school most likely to get gout. <laughs> what an honor. It's his biggest, uh, it's the best superlative. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, my only regret is I haven't gotten sooner. <laughs> Your, the best superlative is what? <laughs> the most, most likely, likely to, to get, get gout. gout. Okay. <laughs> You know, oh my goodness! Not honored yeah. by that. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, so I guess so that answers my question. So basically, you're saying that there's no amount of public support uh, from the supporters uh, that will influence whether NYCFC gets a stadium sooner. I'm not saying that. What 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 <laughs> what what organization? What support organization has made any effort to to get an answer? Or get some information. I don't know. It seems like... Th- it hasn't been organized. It's just people shouting on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Right? Is, I, I mean, that's- Remember when the Jets were going to get the stadium by Jacob Javits? Oh, yeah. that would have been great. But remember the Giants when I, I hired a bunch of people to pretend to be like against it? Okay. Right? Like a conspiracy theory that's kind of been proven. Okay. <laughs> what, we need to do that. Like we need to find we a back channel. Like a Craigslist, hire... What is Operative... <laughs> what, what is that? What, op, what is that? Like, the, the thing you do, the research... Operative research? Uh, research opposition. Opposition research. Yeah. We need to do that. 
Alexis, I'm noticing that uh, deception is one of the uh, one of the areas that you're 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 very consistent with. Glenn, you should listen to this podcast a little more. <laughs> I'm just wondering what happens at home. Yeah, yeah. my plan. Yeah, a. I cleaned the garage. Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I have these photos of you. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so it is what it is. Maybe, yeah, maybe there 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 needs to be some sort of uh, clear, organized group to to do something. But even if that group gets together, who who should they? Who are they? reaching out to well, who like, are they complaining John to? John Patrickoff used to have like uh, he would do these uh, these morning breakfasts and he would he would yeah. invite supporters right uh, maybe you know let's go to Brad get, go to Brad Sims he's the new president has anybody approached him you know about uh, he's I think he's been around long enough and I'm sure he's very much involved in this where's so, our bacon egg and cheese Brad Sims <laughs> <laughs> no and he's a nice guy I mean I've I've had a couple of chats with him and uh, I really like him uh, and I think uh, you know he's an experienced uh, a guy at his level uh, in a different sport, but but he uh, he understands the game and I think he understands uh, the supporters. So uh, that, I, I would I would see if uh, let's let's get Brad involved. Okay. Not me. I am I am out of this. Yeah, well, you're here right now, Glenn. <laughs> oh, you are in. <laughs> Glenn has told you how to, how to how to heal these wounds. All right, you're here. You're part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you need to answer. For I've all always this. wanted to sit one. I'm going to get somebody to do my end of the broadcast once and just sit out with you guys during a game. I would really like to do that. I would love it. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Or maybe do the game from the bleachers. Done. Oh, yeah. I how, would do I, how would I do that? I mean, when the beer falls all over the equipment, it's going to be a little <laughs> yeah. bit of a problem. But. Yeah. That's a lot of money involved there. Yeah. If we could protect the equipment and there would be a way to do it. You know what's actually work on that? It's a summertime sport. So instead of you going outside, I don't want you to have to do that. Christian and I will go in on the air conditioning <laughs> and we will we will sit in on the game with you. We open the windows for our broad. You see our, where our booth is? The windows yeah. always open. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I will bring it. We want to be part of it. We want right. to be part a of it. A couple yeah, more NYCFC questions and then I'm going to ask a couple about uh, your past, your history. But, wow. Uh, we, so we it's did, pretty interesting, I got to tell you. We, uh, <laughs> so we did get a couple questions in. One uh, from uh, Alex Schaefer. Uh, I don't know if you know Alex. You ever met Alex? Actually, a Gully Squad member, great dude. Uh, great guy. Uh, very tall uh, also. Very, uh, and yeah. So we only take questions from tall people. That's, uh, so, I so, guess I won't ask any questions. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing with a question mark behind it, Glenn. No, uh, he, he did ask, he says, uh, is there a chance uh, Jesus Medina gets sold during the transfer window uh, to open up his DP spot? How do you feel about Jesus Medina's uh, play? Uh, and and the, I've been uh, one of his harshest critics. Okay. I know. That's I've been I'm one asking. of his harshest critics. But if Jonathan Lewis indeed has been uh, dealt or uh, traded to Colorado for allocation money, Medina staying. Yeah. You're not you're you're not gonna get rid of another forward. You're but not gonna do it. But how do you feel about a DP essentially being a backup? That's it's one of the things I kind of appreciate about Dome Tarone because he doesn't feel any pressure to play a certain player uh because of their salary or DP status. How do I feel about it? The guy is completely uh underachieved and I don't quite get it because when he first came on board I mean, you know, I watched him train and then watched him play. I mean, what a great opener, right? It's Sporting right, yeah. KC. I mean, goal and, uh, was it goal and two assists? I, I should know this. Goal and assist at the very least. Yeah. And um, he looked every goals. bit of the part. No, he did. And he's. I think his confidence is close to being shot. I will say that his last two appearances I thought were rather bright. I think he he's, he's, he's back into maybe uh, a good way. But he's got, he's not, he's, here's the thing. If you're a forward on this team, you have to create chances or you have to score. You have to be part of something and be dangerous. Yeah. He hasn't been dangerous. 
his choices of going 1v1 as opposed to passing. You know, I think he's kind of awkward in that. I think he's caught in both. So, uh, but that's a lot of that's going to be confidence too. Uh, technically gifted, but the amount of times he gets dispossessed because he just he just cuts the ball back against the grain right into the defender that goes the other way. I mean, it's like, you're better than that, man. Yeah, you're it, better than that. Pivot out of that. Do wait, something else. When you were a coach over at Rutgers or my alma mater, St. Peter's, okay. Oh, that's your alma mater. Yeah, unfortunately. That's where I started my big collegiate yeah. coaching career. That was yeah. the only school that gave me money, and I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, they give a lot of money. Uh, yeah, I got accepted to NYU, and they're like, we'll give you $3. And I was like, well, I, so where am I going to get the other 99997 uh, for your university? Uh, I should have went to be a doctor. It's free now. Anyway, uh, when I was there, when you were there, I should say, what would you have said to someone like Jesus Medina? Because here's the thing. I agree with you. Oh, that's cool. Dome Torrent, he's cool with sitting someone who's making a lot of money. That's cool if they're a head case or that's cool if they're a locker room cancer. Not if they're not good enough to start. And that's kind of what we've seen so far. Only, How would you change that? Well, the, the, uh, the coach-player relationship in these things is really important. And... And what I would do and what I did with athletes along the way and still would if I had the resources is you sit with them, you watch when they're training, you point out what you saw to try to make it better. Uh, you have the player stay for extras. Uh, somebody who's, who is supposed to finish and help create, you have to put them in those spots as often as possible in a training environment. So, you know, the game, uh, the the mental aspect of, of all athletics is uh I, you know, that's what separates these athletes, you know, and and he's a young guy, too. Now, this is the thing I said earlier in the year on a broadcast. He's 21 also. Mm-hmm. So t- some 21 year olds are mature. Some 21 year olds, are, you know, act like Christian and uh, you <laughs> some know, act like me. Yeah, <laughs> some act like you. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so, the ones that act like me. <laughs> Enjoy Colorado, my guy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, but, yeah. but that's just it. I mean, it's like uh, you, 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 you sometimes forget that about Medina. He came in with the, with this, you know, high price tag and yeah. and the DP tag. And has that been a weight on his shoulder? Or do you think he's just? It, going it might be, else? but you know what? This is one of the things I I don't communicate with him. He speaks Spanish. I speak English. I don't speak Spanish, and his English is very limited. So I mean, I've interviewed him and had a translator just to get quotes for an article or something, yeah. but. Uh, you know, the uh, you've got to say that I write too. Did you say that? I didn't say that. All right. I'm, I'm a writer. I, I feel like I'm you sure did you a can also. Job I'm, I'm sure you can also read too, Glenn. ProSoccerUSA.com. ProSoccerUSA.com. He doesn't know how to spell it, but boy, does he write on there. <laughs> hey, I used the word ubiquitous earlier, involving you guys. You know what oh, that did means? You? You know I what blacked that out. <laughs> <laughs> that means you're everywhere. Yeah, yeah, ubiquitous. Yeah. You're everywhere. We try our best. Yeah, I mean, you guys. This is. I. I, I would like to just publicly. Uh, um, congratulate you guys. I mean, for Uh-oh. what you've done, how you've grown. Because we, 2015, I remember you, you tweeted, you know, I don't know, you texted, I don't remember what. It was just yeah. like, hey, can you help us? Just, yeah. you know, retweet this or, you know, whatever. And I yeah, said, we were okay. doing everything to just be seen. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Very cool. So, so now All-Star like, Game, MLS Cup. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. Man. And now Hell we're yeah. coming for your job, Glenn. Yeah. Okay. We're going to be in the booth. <laughs> Close that window, Glenn. <laughs> Three-man booth. Yeah. <laughs> so, and one of them farted. It was me. <laughs> you know, I think that the only thing holding uh, Jesus Medina back is the braces. And so once he gets rid of those things, it'll be, yeah. I think it'll be great. 21. Homie looks 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, last qu- last question that we received. This is from Giazzi Edmund. He asked, uh, uh, I want you to talk about the best midfielder of the season uh, by talking about Ebenezer Ofori. Uh, so Ebenezer Ford is someone who 
doesn't come up uh, very often. His he name doesn't is get not, any recognition, but the boy can play. The dude, I honestly, I think in most of the games uh, that he's been, uh, he's that he's been available this season. He's he's often the best player on the team. He is just the ball. The game seems to always go through him. Uh, he is uh, also like he's unflappable. You know what I mean? He seems to like when the pressure gets built, he's like, just give it to me. I, I got this. But he and he's never the guy that. Even even amongst supporters, I can talk to other NYC FC fans. His name never comes up, but he is so so important to the team. How, how do you I feel about him? Well, I I, it, I talk to a lot of uh, my colleagues about him, and up until recently, uh, it was like the jury is still out on on a But I think he's a very understated player. You know, he just kind of does his job, and his job is to is to break things up, which he anticipates and does very well, and I think he's shown recently that he's a little bit more technically proficient. You know, he can move the ball around a little bit better than we gave him credit for. Of course, he scored that unbelievable goal, yeah. Yeah. the first goal of the season against Orlando City. He was playing the 10 that match. He was the attacking midfielder, which I remember thinking... Why is this happening? Because we had never, I'd never seen him close. He scored against Colorado in the four nil, the fourth goal in the four nil win last year against the Rapids, and he and he did. He was tight to the goal when he scored that, but otherwise, I'd never seen him within thirty yards of the goal. So yeah. when he scored, it was like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he could do that. So what and is James his best Sands, position? His, I think, in that the twin six, six that he six, plays eight, with yeah. Alex Ring, I, yeah. I really do. Uh, it's interesting because Dome was using him as a wing back last week in training because of the injury to Matarita. I think Mata, Mata's out again against uh, L.A. It, it, uh, he was training on the side today. Sands is still questionable. Uh, Matrice is still questionable just based on their training habits today. But uh, he, he was uh, Ishmael to Jerry Shradi. I think he'll end this uh, experiment. Was it wing back? And, uh, and Ebenezer Afori, just in case something happens to Ben Sweat, Dome is really stuck now on he wants to stay, stay with his three back system because it's they're playing he, yeah, so well out of it's it. It's done you know? well, yeah. yeah. And Tinnerholm is getting in and it's really been and 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 uh, the way Max Morales is now freed up a little bit. And you like the Brazilian ever? Oh, he's been he's great. A, we were just talking been. about him before. He's been uh, outstanding. I, but Afori is because that was a question. Yeah, but yeah. he's um no, he's been uh he's been very good. And what I I always waited for this because and I, I always put my trust in Patrick Vieira. Patrick went after him for a long time. That was Patrick's guy, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. He he wanted him for a while. Uh, and he was the midfielder of the year in, in a good league, the Alsvenskan, where uh, Tinnerholm came from, and yeah. he was the defender of the year. Also, who would know better that position than Patrick Vieira? Yeah. I mean, you know, as an Arsenal fan, I got to watch him do really well in, I that, know. in that position. So dope. That's yeah. really cool. Speaking of ever, I, I feel like he should, like Jesus Medina should have... The, the the urgency and and energy that uh, Eber came in with right first game he was already taking shots he doesn't even care what what goal he's aiming for he's just he's like I'm gonna take some shots to let people know that I that I'm here and Medina is like the guy that doesn't seem to have that Damn. like I'm 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 just trying to I'm gonna try to get something going he that's that's kind of the main difference I, I mean, hit the, the post end. hit the post on a shot and then Matrice the rebound was saved who's that against or uh I don't remember. A couple of games know, back, but the, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so uh, all right, so let's actually let's talk about your time at Ruck, Rutgers, and let's talk a little bit about uh, you because we I, I think we spoke about this on your podcast on your podcast. I don't remember uh, specifically soccer if this city. was on air, but or- now it's called on frame. Just for the record, oh, is oh, it really soccer? Well, there's soccer in the city that I do with the boys, yeah, and then there's on frame. 
You guys are on Soccer City. Let's we'll confuse it okay. all now. Sure. Okay. <laughs> that, that podcast is now called On Frame. Just okay. to try to get away from the soccer in the city. Soccer City. Nobody knew what was going on. Okay. All right. So uh, anyway, sorry, so sorry to interrupt. Go listen to On Frame. All right. So <laughs> sorry to uh, interrupt. The, but we were talking about Carly Lloyd, and you you coached Carly Lloyd. Uh, I did. Uh, uh, so uh, she is going to the uh, uh, Women's World Cup in, in France uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, I believe you mean the World Cup. I do yeah. mean the World Cup. I mean both. Uh, yeah. uh, so it's a I liked when uh, it, Megan Klingenberg last year called it the Men's World Cup in Russia. To, so yes. In I love it. Women's, men's love World that. Hashtag Men's World Cup. Yeah. I, I, I like to call it uh, the World Cup that women happen to be playing in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then it happened to be men. And Did you guys? Know that in 1991, which was the first ever Women's World Cup, it wasn't called a World Cup. It was it was sponsored by is the M M&M and the M and M M M&M, M&M, yeah. something Cup, and yeah. the actual <laughs> championship trophy had M and M's on it. All right, I mean, awful, absolutely awful, real uh, classy. Yeah. <laughs> Were they peanut M and M's at least? <laughs> Can we get that? I so, love, I do like the those are the M&M. best. Yeah, that's uh, it. so uh, we don't know too much uh, uh, the the specifics of your history uh, in coaching and coaching at Rutgers, co- uh, coaching a lot of. Uh, 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 Players that have you know turned out to be very success- successful. Why? Uh, I don't know if there's a, a synopsis of, of things that stand out of, of uh, players that you were the most proud to coach. The, the the that you were the most proud to see where their careers uh, have gone. Are there any particular people that stand out? Well, there's a team that stands out, and it's before I got to Rutgers, and it's why I got to Rutgers, and that's LIU Brooklyn. That's another place that yeah, I nice. So just LIU, to give them a shout out down in Brooklyn. By the way, the LIU Brooklyn men's and women's soccer team. No more. They've uh, merged it with uh, Post out on Long Island, and right. now they will move. They will move those two teams out to Long Island. And on the men's side, in particular, there's a long history. Uh, Gio Savarese is one of the one of the uh, better names. Joe Macknick that we see, you know, Doctor Joe, who yeah, does the yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's an LIU grad. And so the men's have a long history, but I started the women's soccer program. So when I heard this announcement this year, I was very uh, sure. I was, yeah. So I got, I went uh, two weekends ago. For those of you who aren't from New York, when your friend moves from Brooklyn to Long Island, they're dead to you. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's R.I.P. Uh, oh, no question. You. <laughs> no question. Nice knowing you enjoy your yard. <laughs> and this feel, it's, yeah. that's, but it's called the cage. You know, it was affectionately known as the cage and yeah. it was a tough place for uh, teams to play. I used to love, so here we are on a Friday night. It, it, downtown Brooklyn, you know, Flatbush Ave, you know, yeah. and, and the mom hosted a, a soccer tournament. You there. did yeah, with yeah. TJ Kostecki, the men's yeah, coach, yeah, yeah, who, yeah. who is not being, well, I don't know if this is announced, but he's not going to be the head coach of the new team. Oh, that sucks. What are they yeah. doing with that? He's field, only been know? there like 20 some. Yeah. It's going to become a parking lot or apartment complex or something. Oh, okay. They're tearing the field down. They're oh. tearing the field down. But imagine. I'm coaching the LIU Brooklyn women, tough girls, you know, they're boom. And Monmouth University with all those prissy shore girls from New Jersey yeah. pull up on the bus. And the first thing to do when they get off is there's beggars there. Yeah. And it just freaks them out. That's right. We won that game two to yeah, one. Of course. Good, right away. Good move on Glenn to hire I, those beggars. I, I told, I know the coach pretty well. I said, listen, every time you come, there's going to be people stand when you get off. Yeah. You're giving them cleats. <laughs> uh, so that's cool. I mean, they're, they're, look, you have uh, you've been around uh, New York soccer for uh, a very long time. New York, New Jersey. Uh, it, 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 it's it's fascinating because I, I we don't have enough time to like. I'm sure you that, have tons of stories. Well, yeah, but can I? I want to finish my LIU yeah, yeah, Brooklyn. Go for it. 
because my first year, we were 116 and one. I had softball players playing right and left back. I had Chimadu playing the target, who had never played soccer before, except with her brothers in the backyard. And we, we hung in there, but it was a rough year. And I recruited 10 kids. Three of them left during preseason because I couldn't handle Brooklyn. Seriously, they left. I was a mess. <laughs> and my wife's having a baby, my lovely Morgan. And I, so she's, and I'm like, oh my, it was a rough year. But those seven kids that stayed, they stuck it out. And two years later, we won the Northeast Conference Championship and went to the NCAA tournament. And then the next year, I got the Rutgers job. Wow. So I, I owe so much to those girls, but we're still in touch today. And uh, and they, we all talk about how the, the pain of all that helped us grow. I was an adult. They were children. But nonetheless, it was uh, it was one of those. You're all uh, still here. Yeah. 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 I, and yeah. So I, it's impressive that you were able to field a, a full soccer team with seven players and get so far. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it was sort of like I, it was unbelievable. I would I, I did a top somebody. One of the players said, I do do it. A top 10, uh, you know, reasons to come join the soccer team. So it was like, you know, I had money to buy them cleats. So that was, you know, number 10 or maybe that was number one. And I'll buy you new cleats. Yeah, I, I forget. But it was a, it was we had posted that Any all over campus. So, I mean, it's, it's very, it was very much a uh, especially since you started the, the women's program uh, there, then it had to be like, a uh, you know, like like I mean, just like teachers, teachers have to buy their kids school supplies because there's not enough funding and, th- and things like that. What yeah. was their pushback on the, the program being started or were, was there a lot of support for you? No, there, there was. Enough, well, when I first, uh, when I was hired by the previous AD, uh, John Suarez then took over and took great care of me, but I didn't have an office and I didn't have a computer. So okay. I was asking this guy, you know, well, I don't have a team. Yeah. I need a computer <laughs> and I need an office. How, how am I, how the hell am I going to get players here? Yeah, yeah. I can't just, I, I have a phone. I meet you at the- I was using his secretary's phone and his secretary's computer. Jesus. You know, and yeah. I'll, I'll meet some you at, of the radio I'll stations. At, she, uh, I'll meet you at the DeKalb Avenue stop and we'll talk yeah. at, the, at the Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. Come to the lunchroom <laughs> to my office, which is the third picnic bed table. <laughs> uh, no, it's great, man. Uh, look, Glenn, we, we, we're out of time, but we have to uh, get you back on it because there's so many things I want to know. Uh, I, I, we would I, love to just hear your thoughts on the on the World Cup coming up as well, but you know, if we have more time, so we got to bring you back we on. we got to bring right. you back in here. Yeah, you do that, and you guys have to come on uh, my On Frame. Uh, on you know, we'll make be a- On Frame City Soccer, <laughs> whatever you call it. Uh, we'll do it. So, right. uh, Glenn Crooks, thank you so much for joining us on the show, man. We appreciate it a lot. Uh, Where can you, people follow you? At Glenn Crooks. I'm also on Instagram now. Crooks. Oh. Yes. You okay. didn't know this. Crooks.Glenn. But all that's on Instagram. I do a tip of the day. Have you guys seen this? I no. have seen them. I, have I do them, a yes. tip of the day. And it's coaching tip of the day, you know, for all kinds cool. of things. You're and, like uh, the Gary Goldman of soccer. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know Gary Goldman. I don't. The, the, so he's a comedian and he's been doing Goldman tips. Uh, he, really? He tells, uh, every he single tells, day he gives you a comedy tip. It's great. Really? Yeah, it's very, yeah. very helpful. So if you want to get into stand-up comedy, follow Gary Goldman. Listen, I <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. Man. I don't know how you do it. But you got you to gotta keep me in touch on your gig so my wife and I can come in to see you. Every guys. single night. Except Glenn. my wife doesn't like you, uh, Alexis, right. because she loves Arturo. So, so this so is the gift. Uh, <laughs> this is the gift to you that you're not going to like. Uh, I asked two of the best pizza makers in the city to rate Arturo's from one to ten. I won't tell you who they are. But oh, I'll tell you off mic. I'll tell you off mic. I'll tell you off mic. No, no, no. But that's or, oh, that's already subjective. Who? Two of the top pizza makers. <laughs> that's subjective. As rated by a lot of people. Two of the right. two of the people. By who a lot own, of people. That's, that's. Could you be more vague? <laughs> I could. I can tell you two of the top pizza place owners in New York City. All right. 
Uh, I asked them. One of them said on a scale of one to ten, it is a one. Wow. One being the best. You know, yeah, that's, if, if you like it, then yes. And the other one said three. And I said, wow, okay, that's pretty good. He goes, because it's a cool atmosphere. <laughs> it is a cool atmosphere. It is a great place to get a drink. It, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Especially to wash that taste of that terrible pizza out of your mouth. <laughs> Folks, uh, Glenn, thank you so much. And by the way, uh, you didn't mention this. Glenn has two ends. So if you're going to go to crooks.glenn or at Glenn Crooks, two ends. The yes, only way it should be spelled. The only way it should be spelled. And uh, Glenn can also write. He can write words. Uh, where can people see the r- the written word? That Pro you- Soccer USA. All my New York City FC articles. Okay, I, that's I, right. I, I we, some we, good stuff, man. I see them. Uh, I read them. I see them shared all over all the um, MLS groups. Uh, you, are, you are a respected man in soccer. And uh, we a little oh, less wow. because wow. you came on our show. <laughs> okay, we've hurt your credibility. Yeah, I, I, quite I, taken a bit. The, I taken the step down. Is yeah. that what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, right. you, you've hurt yourself somehow. Hey, the, the New York City FC retweeted uh, my appearance. That's so, right. You, know, you put so, so there's some legitimacy to it. Come on, yeah, we're they, doing something right. They, 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 <laughs> they, they, <laughs> paying off the you, right I, people. You heard it every. You heard it here first, folks. We have some legitimacy. <laughs> <laughs> Nicest thing anyone ever said to me in my life. <laughs> so, Glenn, Glenn uh, we usually wrap the show uh, by yelling the cooligans we say that's how we always end the show so you'll we, know exactly when me too or you just you guys no no we'll you, all do you're it. Gonna, you'll know when you'll know when so the energy that you were talking about at the at the top of the show this is where you this you you've stored it all and you were gonna let it out in this moment so uh so thank you so much for listening everybody make sure you like uh follow, like the show on youtube like it on uh, any podcast app uh follow us uh, at soccer cooligans on all join gully media. squad join gully squad help support the show uh and uh and you know we'll uh, love you forever for, for doing that so this is on youtube yeah we've well, on everything well, yeah, but so don't. Fa- what, we'll I'm not going to be seen. Out. The audio is going to be out. The audio is going to be out. <laughs> we're going to photo. We're going to Photoshop Brad photo. Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Okay. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. He's a, you he's better my do Pitt. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. It's a combination of Chris Pratt and Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. He is the sexiest man ever. All right. So with that said, my. Uh, so with that said. For Glenn Crooks, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. <laughs> and together, what, what are, are we? we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans!